Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneke Watkis-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You. Power of reflection is so important. Many of the leaders that I work with, they're so busy. They don't have time to focus on themselves. They don't have time to focus on what's bringing me joy. They're focused on how to put fires out or, you know, focused on other aspects of the business. Hi, I'm Henneke Watkins-Sporzo, your inspirational leader and host of The Entrepreneurial You podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bookophilio, Patwa Apparel, and the Jamaica Stock Exchange. And now, let's go to today's episode. Today's guest is the managing partner of Clear Communication Solutions, LLC, a communications coaching and consulting firm focused on helping women leaders go from good to great as confident communicators. After facing one too many rejections, she one day realized she had lost her confidence. Through a strategic set of empowerment outlets, coaching, and training, this dynamic lady reclaimed her confidence and leverages her personal and professional experiences to maximize her performance-based practice. As a certified DISC trainer and professional coach with graduate degrees in communications, she helps leaders strengthen their personal and professional relationships by using practical tools to harness their emotional intelligence. It is my pleasure to welcome Monique Russell to the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Welcome, Monique. Thank you for having me, Henneke. It is a pleasure to be on this show today. I am so excited. I really am. And, you know, in, even in our pre-interview chat, we're really catching up as though we've known each other for a very long time. Right? Oh, we are. <laughs> we know each other. We're sisters. Yeah, right. Of course. And so here, here goes, right? Do you know any Jamaican Patwa? I do. Wagwan. Ah, oh my God. <laughs> no, that is just too easy for everybody. Like everybody says Wagwan. Like you all need to come up with something else. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I have to get, I have to think about it. Uh-huh. Wagwan. good. What good. Ah, all right. So did you say what good or what good? Walk good. Oh, walk good. Okay. All right. So at the end of our conversation, we can say that, right? Walk good. <laughs> and something else I remember, a box drink and bag juice. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's a box drinks and box juice. Totally Jamaican. Yeah. You're, you're getting there. You, But you're close enough, right? So you grew up in the Bahamas. Yes. The beautiful islands of the Bahamas. Ah, what was it like growing up there? It was wonderful. The thing is, most people feel like if you're from the islands and you don't know how to swim, it's a bad thing. And I agree. <laughs> and so, so for me, I lived by the beach. I love the beach. I learned how to swim. It was my res- res- rescue or respite, I guess. Um, so growing up was really fun for me. Um, I love all the fresh fruits, the foods and the culture. Just the other day, I went to the consulate general's greeting here and we were playing Junkanoo and doing the festival dances. So, I mean, it's good. Mm. I love it. Okay, so let me just say this out there, um, put it out there. No, don't, no judgments. Don't judge me. I still don't know how to swim. <laughs> what? Okay, so we need to take your Jamaican passport, okay? 
You are no longer a Jamaican. I love the beach. I love the water. (laughs) I go there. I just sit and then I relax and stuff. But I don't know how to swim. Right? I will I will go with my life jacket in the water. That's fine. No, No. I haven't done that in a while, but yeah, I do that. No shame in my game. I don't don't blame you because the truth of the matter is a lot of people don't. A lot Mm. of people from the islands don't know how to swim. Mm. True. I mean, we, you know, and, and I think that, Monique, there's a lesson in that. I think a lot of times the things that we have, the things that are abundantly in our, you know, in our everyday sphere is what we take for granted. And so because it's there, I mean, I can go there when I want. Um, it's okay, you know, maybe that's it. I don't know. Right. Absolutely right. I agree with that 100 percent. All right. So back to, well, let's get to the real meat of the matter here, right? And we want to talk about, you, I mentioned in, in the intro earlier that you lost your confidence, right? Yes. And, but you realize that, but it just, it just didn't happen overnight. I'm sure you didn't just wake up and realize, oh, my confidence is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? What, no. were the, <laughs> what were the series of events you believe leading up to that? You know, kind of describe your journey into recognizing, oh my gosh, you know, I, I don't believe in myself. I don't have any confidence. What's going on here? You know what? You are right because it didn't happen overnight. Um, it is more like a slow cooking process that you lose your confidence And I grew up learning that I was supposed to go and get all of this education, go off to school, get a good job, move up the ladder, blah, blah, blah. And and that was it. That was the story. That was the path, the trajectory that I was moving forward to go on. When I left the islands, I went to the cold Minnesota. And I mean, I got to work doing what I wanted to do. But after I finished, I had a hard time actually getting into the field that I studied, which was broadcast journalism, and then later on getting my graduate degrees in marketing and advertising. And I applied left, right, and center. I mean, I hustled, Henneke, and I just got rejected one too many times. Then I got married. I had kids. You know, a lot of other things happened in between that. And then slowly but surely, you know, like I said, it wasn't an overnight thing, I started to feel different. Um, I didn't wake up one day feeling like, oh, I just, you know, it's gone. But it was a series of not speaking up anymore when I had to have, you know, opinions or something to say or contributions, not really thinking, okay, well, what, what am I, what are my strengths or what am I really good at now? Uh, What should I choose or how should I go about this? So just, you know, playing along to get along, not really being honest with myself. And then one day I woke up in the mirror and I was like, you know, who who are you, Monique? Who who are you? And that's when I realized that the joyful and the the confident Monique that I knew and loved, the little girl from the islands who was fearless, um, something happened. Something happened along the way. And then what what I believe was a culminating point for me was when I came to Atlanta, and this was almost over 10 years ago, I went into a bookstore. It was the Shrine of the Black Madonna bookstore. There was a workshop going on in there, and the lady, she pulled me in. Her name was Donna Satchel, and she said, come to my workshop. And I said, okay. Now, only two people were in there, and there's something with, with me in workshops where I am in the right place at the right time. So <laughs> I, 
I went in there and we got to connecting and I plugged into this women's organization, Women Aspiring Together to Succeed. And that January, I went and I participated in my very first vision board workshop. Mm, Listen, that changed your life, didn't it? Let me tell you, the light switch went on. I already knew how to write goals. I've been writing goals all my life. I could tell you the ones that I accomplished, the ones that I was still working on. But I didn't have this new way of outlining them or sort of pulling them into place. And something happened just being in the presence of all the women at the same time, pulling the images, the music in the background, focused on our intentions. And the things that I put on that board... I can't tell you when I look at it and I'm like, wow, I accomplished them. You know, you, uh, you know, you said something. Well, of course, broadcast journalism, when you, you got rejected for that. I remember my first application to university was to do mass communication and I was rejected and life has come full circle. Here I am into broadcasting, you know, although it's on a, in a different format. Different, can you yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and even, I mean, I was actually on the radio too for three seasons for, for 2014 to 2016. Each, each season I did this same show, which is now a podcast on radio. So go figure, without a degree, <laughs> without you, a degree in that? communications. Huh? <laughs> so no matter what, well, yeah. it's, it was inside of you and yes. the universe and God allowed you to do it anyway. Exactly. What is to be is you know has to be as as they say in jamaica what is fear cannot be unfeel can be unfeel right? exactly what is fear can be unfeel but the important question that apparently you ask yourself and it's a question that we all ask and need to ask if we haven't done that is who am i because believe it or not asking the question is so important but it's the response that follows I am when you're able to read because the I am is so powerful and what follows that I am is amazing. So once you begin to ask yourself that question, it's like all the light bulbs begin to go off in your head and all the revelations, even if not at the same moment, little by little, all the dots begin to connect and they begin to fall right into place. You are absolutely correct. And it just reminded me of those questions that Miles Monroe, before he passed, mentioned. And those were the five questions that he said motivates the human heart. Who am I? Where am I from? What can I do? Who can I serve? And where am I going? And, and, and those questions, you know, starting with the who am I and where am I from? And where am I from is just going beyond your location. Because you know, where you're from, I'm from the Bahamas, I'm from Nigeria, I'm from Canada, I'm, fr I'm from many places. So it goes beyond just a specific location. You know, it's, it's connecting to your higher power and your spiritual power and knowing where you're from. And then that what can I do? I absolutely love that because that's pulling out your strengths. You know, that's pulling out what am I, what am I really, really good at getting really clear on that. And then once you get clear on that and you find out who you can serve and how you're going to get there, you may not have all the answers, you know, but something just like how you had the desire to go into journalism that was placed inside of you. And then when you align with your strengths and you get clear about that, doors will open. 
to accommodate. Of course, of yes. course, totally. And and that has been my experience, you know, in my very limited years on this earth. <laughs> <laughs> that has been my experience thus far. We're going to move Monique into emotional in- intelligence because one of the things that you do, you you are able to help persons harness, um, you know, share practical tools to harness emotional intelligence. Now, what is emotional intelligence? Give us some overview of what that is. In a, in a high level overview, it's really just being able to identify what your body is doing um, at the first signs of stress, being able to recognize what's going on when you're feeling upset, when you're feeling lonely, when you are experiencing moments of joy, and then taking that data and, and making a shift or applying it so that you can make uh, your relationships more productive and your communications more effective. So it's, it's not just saying, oh, I already know when I get upset. I already know that. Um, but how, how is your behavior impacting others around you? So high level, there are four quadrants that focus on your self-awareness, starting with identifying these emotions and then moving into the self-regulation, which is the second quadrant. And then the third quadrant is your social awareness, which is What's going on around me? You know, I'm having a a high stakes meeting. What is the energy in the room? Is the body language showing me that people are hot? If they're frustrated, do we need to take a break? And then the last after you move into your social awareness is the relationship management. So high level, high level overview, um, emotional intelligence, practical tools and strategies. Some of them have been around for a very long time. But now we have this framework, which makes it easier for us to go into organizations and provide this teaching and training so that teams can be more effective and people can, you know, have better relationships. We're going to take a break, Monique, right here. And then when we come back, we want to look on how do you, you know, get to that state of emotional uh, intelligence? How are you able to re- and to, to help to foster and build relationships in particular, you know, with focus on relationships? Because I find that it's so critical as entrepreneurs, as, you know, persons who are leading teams, that we must be able to manage our emotions so that we manage our relationship and that we have better outcomes. So we're going to take a break and come right back to to have a look at that. Let's take a break. Success is something that we gradually work towards as an end goal, but we need to be in the right environment to make it happen. Bookophilia is dedicated to providing a space for book, coffee and tea lovers, creatives, educators, students, and professionals who want ideas, innovation, and inspiration. They have a variety of high-quality books, a cafe, events such as book launches, signings, and art exhibitions, and professional services uniquely tailored to your needs, culture, and tastes. Their environment provides for the full literary arts experience, allowing for multifaceted creative expressions. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bookophilia. Do you want to see the world filled with better leaders? Filling the world with leaders worth following starts with you, and you can be that leader in your company, organization, or community. On May 4, 2018, join more than 100,000 leaders from around the globe at the world's largest leadership event, LeaderCast Live. Broadcast live from Atlanta to a community near you, LeaderCast Live will allow you to learn from leaders like Andy Stanley, Michael Hyatt, and Dr. Jim Lur. For more information on this 
can't miss event, visit HennekaWatkinsporter.com and click on Leadercast Kingston and invest in the future of your career, your organization, your community, and your world. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Welcome back. And if you've just joined me, of course, I have as my guest today, Monique Russell of Claire Communication Solutions, LLC. We're talking a bit before about emotional intelligence, and we're going to be delving a little more in terms of Monique, take us through, you know, how do you get to that place of being emotionally intelligent and, you know, managing relationships and so on? You know, it is never a straight line. It's never a straight line. And most people, they want to get straight to that piece. <laughs> like, goes, in, like in everything, like in everything, right? We want to just get to the end, get to the and end so already. I don't want to know about <laughs> self-awareness. I want to know how to manage the relationship and manage people. Well, you have to back up. You can't get to the managing relationship if you can't manage yourself. So right. I'm going to say you have to manage yourself. And I will say there's many things that you can do. You can, you can work individually on your own, but the most effective that I've seen is working with a skilled coach. Why is this important? Because just by the very nature of having someone dedicated to seeing you improve and be your best self and move from good to great, just having that one dedicated person that you have to meet, you have a scheduled time or an appointment and you know that, okay, I, I better get my act together. I have an appointment where we're focusing on me, me and just me and how I can improve my awareness. That's going to help you a long way with accountability. Uh, but if you're not at that level and you're not able to hire a coach or invest in a coach or even attend training, use the power of reflection. Reflection. So you can review, you can repair, and you can release. Review, the power, review repair, and release. That's right. Mm -hmm. So the power of reflection is so important. Many of the leaders that I work with, they're so busy. They don't have time to focus on themselves. They don't have time to focus on, you know, what's bringing me joy. They're focused on how to put fires out or, you know, focused on other aspects of the business. But when you actually take time to sit down and think, okay, what part in this project did I become very, very stressed. What part in this project did I become bored? Because sometimes you start a project or you start an initiative and you're very excited and things might be going well, but you know, you might lose interest. So just identifying key points of things that you're working on or projects that you're involved with is one thing that you can do to get started and take yourself back to that moment or feel in the moment 
when did I bring my best self to work? When did I bring my best self? When when did I operate in a spirit of excellence? You know, we have those projects sometimes where, you know, we work on them and we're like, man, you just you just feel a sense of pride. Can you think of that? Can mm-hmm. you think of that? Oh Hannah? yeah, I'm visualizing right now. <laughs> All right, excellent. excellent. Here's what we're gonna do. I want you to tell me when you think about this project that you visualized and you felt you brought your best work, what were the conditions? What were you doing specifically? And you don't have to go into detail if there's, you know, confidential information, but what brought it out? But for for sure, I know that my heart was in a quiet place, right? I know that I had gotten good rest. (laughs) That was very important. I remember being in a state of, wow, I can do this. I was exercising, um, I was doing, I was doing, I was taking care of myself at that time. And I was in, I think, in sync with team members to execute on this project. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's awesome. So you focused primarily on some of the things that you did, because when your cup is full, when you're exercising, when you're well rested, it also influences how you relate with others as well. But let, let me ask you this. When you were in sync with the other team members, what did that look like? Uh, it, I, I just felt everybody was on my side. I didn't feel like there was, um, you know, there was any division. And even in the instances where there were disagreements, then, you know, it was it was taken in a lighthearted way. It wasn't it wasn't. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was that moment that I know that everybody was on my side, you know, and everybody was working towards getting to a better end. Mm-hmm. So, on, and, and I'm going to push a little bit further. So on your side, what did they do to show you they were on your side? So they gave constructive criticisms. Um, they showed interest in terms of, you know, showing up on time, um, being present, being actively involved and being committed to Uh, carrying out the task that they said they would. So honoring their word. Excellent. Excellent. So you just identified some very specific actions. We moved from, they showed me that they believed in me, or they showed me that they were with me to specific actions that you now have that would demonstrate it. Showing up on time, right? Being committed to the project. These things actually foster emotions when you started thinking about it what emotions came up in you to be honest one of peace i remember it was really launching i had a uh a brand a sauce brand i was launching at the time and even there were some times before that that it was you know like things weren't coming together but then when 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 that was when i began to release things was when everything was coming together even much more and i felt I really felt well. I felt at peace. I felt good. And now, and now when you think about it, just reflecting, what are you feeling? Just reflecting, I feel a sense of accomplishment and I know that I had the support. It was just me, but it was a team effort. You know, um, that, that sauce line, I, it, it went off pretty well. Of course, later there were some challenges with that, which will remain nameless right now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, legal challenges. But um, along the way, you know, looking back, it was a great moment, and it it was I it you know I had government support, I had support of my team, I, you know, my family and stuff. It was it was a, it was a great moment, and. Every time I launch a a product, by the way, that's the way, that's that's the sense, you know, the feeling that I have 
right? Every time I do that. And listen, I I don't I wasn't even there with you, mm-hmm. but I can feel through the electronic airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> Right. This, this thing, this emotion is contagious. So yes. I took you down this memory lane and you relived some positive emotions. And I'm sure just as I'm feeling here today, your listeners, your peak performance are feeling the excitement and the joy and the yes. peace <laughs> that you felt too. Right, you know? right, right. And the same thing goes through for negative emotions. And we won't go into that, but right. basically just scratching the surface and thank you for being such a good sport. The power (laughs) of reflection, power of reflection um, is very, very important when we are talking about emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. What I love to do is keep things very practical um, because you can definitely get into the scientific pieces and the neurological pieces. I'm not a psychologist. I I save that for those who are, Mm -hmm. but if you are a business owner a busy leader, and you're just like me, sometimes you don't want a heavy cognitive overload. Right. You just want something practical, bite-sized that I can do today um, and, and implement an actionable step. So we looked at we looked at the review. Uh, we can quickly touch on the repair and the release. Absolutely. So if you are going through that process of reflecting and you're going through something that co- came up that you identify you didn't bring your best self, or you know that it's not serving you or serving others, or it might be a toxic relationship or, you know, something that's just not working well for you. Mm. You try to first look at ways that you can repair. So let's just say there might be a relationship that, you know, you might've felt misunderstood. I remember one time, you know, I was, this is just, just very, very simple, but uh, I called up my girlfriend and I, te- I texted her and I said, Hey, let's go bowling. And <laughs> I showed up to the bowling center. She showed up to the bowling center, but I thought she was bringing her kids and she didn't bring her kids. I brought my kids. And oh. this was just so funny because I said, how could you not bring your kids? And she said, no, I thought it was just us. And she always jokes around and call me, okay, Miss Clear Communicator, you're not being clear. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's the thing. Um, when you go through a situation where you're, you're misunderstood, do you take it personal? Do you look at ways where, okay, what could I have done to make sure that this was a clear communication? Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I'm keeping it light here because I don't want to go too heavy. So but, well, what could I have done if I int- went into a conversation or a relationship that I felt misunderstood. Um, Is this something that I can go back and correct? You know, if you're at work um, and you felt misunderstood or someone took, you know, took something that you said in a different way, can you go back and correct it? Can you, you know, repair the relationship or repair the situation? And if you've made every intent to genuinely and positively repair something and it's not working, then it is okay to release it. Yes, 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 yes. Right. Uh, but of course, you make your effort. And I like what um, Stevie Covey, Stephen Covey in his, in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, is one of the things that one of those habits is first seek to understand, then to be understood. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and that's something and that's something personally I've had to learn to do because and I'm still in that process because you know when you when you when you, you've um developed over time habits of being, you know, almost your way or the highway kind of vibe, you've you've you know, you've had to stop and make a conscious effort if you want to become effective 
you know, to recognize that first, you know what, everybody's coming from a different perspective. Everybody has a point of view. There is something going on beneath the surface that you're not seeing and you're not privy to. You don't have that information. And what you only get is the response that they probably give you, you know, and their reaction. But why? The question is, why have they behaved in that particular way? And so it's it's for us to each and, you know, each time we communicate with someone to evaluate, make that evaluation, you know, um, what you know, try and understand where they're coming from so that you don't take things personally at all. Absolutely. And, and just being curious and as especially as leaders, you know, I believe leadership is a lifestyle. It's just who we are right now and our continuous development. Right. Um, but you just have to be curious and ask what is driving that behavior. But if you are not in balance, if you're not rested, if you're if you don't exercise, if, if you yourself are not aligned, it's going to be much harder for you to ex- exhibit that acceptance and say, OK, this person is snapping off what's really going on here. Because when you're not rested and when you're not exercising, when you're not, you know, taking care of yourself, it's important for leaders to really harness their emotional intelligence so that they are able to take control of what's going on internally. And that in will allow them to be able to be more effective at inspiring others. Okay, awesome sauce. And now that you've mentioned leadership, it's a good way to segue into Leadercast Alpharetta that you're hosting. You, you're one of the host sides. I'm hosting Leadercast Kingston. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Yes. Cast Alpharetta is amazing, um, just like Leadercast Kingston is going to be amazing. And for those of you who are listening that don't know, Leadercast is a leadership development solution. We host a live event every year that's housed directly in Duluth, Georgia, and myself, Henneke, and 600 other people all around the world stream in to focus on building leaders worth following. Yes, and the theme this year, lead yourself, right? How what does that fitting. mean to you? What is <laughs> fitting? <laughs> How fitting is that? And this is so much in line with emotional intelligence because when you can lead yourself effectively, just think about how much more impactful you can be to everybody around you. I know from myself, every time I go to a conference, invest in myself, rest, it impacts everyone I deal with, family, friends, my husband, my children, my colleagues, everyone. So it's up to me to take the ownership. It's easy for us to say, leaders, you go and take care of yourself, but we need to take care of ourselves so that we can be more effective and so that we can be more valuable to those around us. So LeaderCast, Greta, May 4th. 2018. And please give um, contact details. Where can they find you? Where can you know our listeners? Well, for those who are in, uh, will be in Alpharetta and in and around that area and want to attend Leadercast, where can they find you and find information about that? Absolutely. So you can connect with me at LinkedIn on Clear Communication Coach. I'm Clear Communication Coach everywhere. So Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Clear Communication Coach, leadercastalpharetta.com. You can just put that information in. That will just take you to the page where you can get information on purchasing a tickets. So you can just search Leadercast Alpharetta 2018 in Google. We'll be at the top of the list and just go on ahead and purchase your ticket. Right. And you, you have special going on now, right? Do you have early birds as well? Our or early bird has ended. Ended. Oh, it has ended. Okay. It has ended, but it is going to be 
filled with great networking, great positive energy. We have a lot of exciting activities planned. Um, it, your ticket includes breakfast, lunch, and coffee throughout the day. So you can't beat that in the, in the beautiful Metropolitan Club on Windward Parkway. Awesome sauce. I'm so excited too because we're actually having um uh, we're having a leader worth following award in our with our um leader cast Kingston and so many other things that were mixed in. And of course we must have, you know, for all leader cast um attendees, there is continuing education credits that would be available. Um, you know, so and there is so much networking interaction via the app, there the Leadercast app, and so much more. So it's a full day. It's it's an investment into your own personal development. So wherever you are, if you're in Kingston or you're in Alpharetta or wherever else you are, you can just plug in Leadercast and look for the search. Use that search tool, and you find where Leadercast is happening in your area. It's an event not to be missed. If you want to develop yourself become the leader that you were meant to be and to that leader worth following then by all means make it a date with Leadercast 2018 monique russell it has been such a pleasure having you on but before you go i know you have something for our peak performance so go right ahead and share that with us absolutely i have a seven day e-course available for you on how to be a confident communicator. You can visit my website at clearcommunicationsolutions.com. Drop your information in and you will be fed daily with powerful tips and nuggets on how to be a confident communicator. Amazing. You have been a very, very great, excellent guest. Yeah, like all my guests are excellent and I appreciate Come on, but I'm the favorite. Come on, say it. Yeah, yeah, what? But you are, you know, I mean, it's such a pleasure. We're having this conversation, you know, like, not even like an interview. It's just like friends talking. And that's that's how I love when my interviews are. So I thank you so much for sharing time with us right here, Monique. And I wish you all the best with Claire Communications, of course, and with Leadercast, Alpharetta and everything else that you're doing. It's amazing. You are amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. You are awesome, Henneke. I am so happy and honored to be on your show today and being available for your peak performance. I know it's just the beginning of our collaborations. So thanks once again. What do you know? We have come to the end of another great episode of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. I trust that you learned something and that something resonated with you so that you can share with others. And speaking of sharing, I'd so love for you to leave a comment on the show notes page of each episode. Well, we're talking about this one in particular. Leave a comment at the end of the page so that when you go the topic, you click down. And at the end, there is an option there for you to comment. If you're accessing through iTunes, then by all means, I'd love for you to leave a rate and review. That will keep us as a top rated podcast. It means a lot to me for you to help me out in this way, right? I know you are listening from all over the world. And I so appreciate it from Japan to Germany to India to Pakistan, everywhere in the Caribbean, in the United States, in Jamaica in particular. Big up my Jamaican peeps. Big up those, of course, in Ohio and all those other states that persons are listening in from, that you are listening in from. I so truly appreciate you. Now, if you want to reach out to me personally, 
you can actually send me an email, you know, send it to Henneke Watkins Portal at gmail.com. I am truly looking forward to connecting with you. If you want to send me a voicemail too, you can do that through my website. Just go to the middle at the right of the screen. There is an option for voicemail when you go to hennekawatkinsporter.com. I do want to hear from you. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good? <laughs>